sun, sand, sea and crime. Parliamentarians weigh in on the country's image as international media highlights safety concerns for visitors. Plus, collaborative efforts, the opposition and top cop coming together to formulate crime-fighting initiatives. And later, Bahamar's The Kitchen takes you on a curated love experience. We'll show you how you can cook up the love all month long. These stories and so much more as our news weekend starts now. This is our news weekend. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. I'm Megan Shepard. The safety of visitors to our shores dominating national discourse. As recent U.S. and Canadian travel alerts warning citizens about the country's crime situation has grabbed international headlines and sparked viral posts on social media. As law enforcement officials grapple with the surge in gun violence, parliamentarians are tonight weighing in on the country's reputation. Opposition leader Michael Pintard pointing to Deputy Prime Minister and Tourism Minister Chester Cooper's recent remarks, asserting the country has nothing to hide regarding the uptick in crime. Cooper told reporters he is confident this won't tarnish the country's image as a premier tourist destination. Yet, Pintard contends the situation warrants a different approach. While you may wish to send a particular message to the international community, what you ought to do is to be honest and contextualize uh, the information once you share it with the international community. The, the international community is not naive in, um, in thinking there isn't uh, instances of crime in every country. But we should put in context that what the plan of action is to address it. Pintard says government must ensure the country's public relations machinery is communicating the right message. I thought it was a mistake for government officials not to directly talk to the international uh, media. What they sought to do is to work through the various agencies that work on our behalf. Who can tell the story better? than we can. And so I thought they missed uh, an opportunity. Leader of Opposition Business in the Senate, Darren Henfield, adding to the discussion from his perspective as a former foreign affairs minister, expressing concern over the portrayal of the country's image. It concerns all of us. We're going through a tough spot at the moment, and I believe we have the will to, to overcome and to continue to show the world that we are a peaceful, loving, tranquil, island nation. As tourism officials tout record visitor arrivals, concerns persist about how the surge in crime could endanger the country's leading industry. Economic Affairs Minister Michael Halkidis acknowledges the heightened international attention drawn by the recent alert. It's been released, picked up in the mainstream media, and we see things on, on social media. Now we have to accelerate our sort of counteraction and to make sure that it does not get to the point where we see significant numbers of um, you know, cancellations to the, to the point where it begins to impact uh, the industry. Uh, we do not want to get to that so-called so tipping point where you know, once you get to a certain point, you know, there's no turning back and people start to, start to use that as a factor in their decisions. We don't think it has gotten to that point. Uh, but we need to continue to work to make sure that it doesn't.
A murder suspect is behind bars tonight. 26-year-old Kieran Butler was apprehended by police in the Berry Islands around 5.30 p.m. Friday. Police say Butler is wanted in New Providence in connection with a recent murder case and is expected to be flown to the capital for further investigations. The Free National Movement chose to abstain from voting in the House of Assembly earlier this week as the Bail Amendment Act 2024 was passed. Despite presenting their own amendments to the act, the opposition was outnumbered by governing PLP members. However, the party's leader recently told reporters their voices were heard in another forum. Opposition leader Michael Pintard briefed reporters this week on a recent meeting between his Free National Movement Party and his senior officers in the Royal Bahamas Police Force, including the commissioner, where several pertinent issues were discussed. All of the matters we are interested in were not covered, but we felt as if we made uh, important uh, inroads in one, deepening our communication and having more conversations in camera as opposed to on camera, which is very important. Uh, we had a chance to hear about the crime-fighting strategies, particularly as it relates to the recent spree of murders, and that was very helpful. According to Pintard, it's just the first in a series of meetings to come. We were able to give feedback to the commissioner and his team in terms of some of the strategies that we have documented. We have carefully put pen to paper by submitting to the government a list of recommendations, um, and we have also, through our press conferences, listed additional recommendations. So we had a chance to talk about a, a number of those recommendations with the commissioner. He says they were also able to explore the technology being used for crime interdiction. That was very helpful. I encourage every member uh, of the public or stakeholder groups that's interested to uh, contact the commissioner in order to see the kinds of things that are being done uh, behind the scenes. Um, we, we did raise the issue about whether or not they are properly resourced to get the additional things that are required. And when it concerns to the perceived unfair treatment of FNM supporters, it's an issue Pintart said is being addressed. And we had a chance to candidly express our view. Um, and we, we also said to, to the commissioner, uh, we do not wish to in any way impugn his character. What we want is for, we want a fair uh, playing field, we want an even ground in how all uh, politically exposed persons are dealt with by all agencies of government, including the police. And I believe that we, we made significant headway um, and we are going to have additional meetings to address any outstanding matters. But we stand with all stakeholders, including the Royal Bahamas Police Force, in fighting a common enemy, uh, which is the violence on our street and unfortunately the deaths of many of our children. Well, meantime, saturation patrols said to be yielding positive results. As a top officer in the Royal Bahamas Police Force says, the aggressive law enforcement effort has led to dozens of arrests and multiple firearm and illicit drug seizures. Deputy Commissioner of Police Lehman Delavo telling our news this week, over the last six months, rigorous road operations and heightened police visibility have been effective tools in the crime fight. The saturation patrol is yielding extremely good success, very, very good success. I tell you, on a daily basis, we are taking firearms and drugs and firearms and drugs and arresting wanted persons every single day, almost every single hour. So the saturation patrol is working and it's working very, very well. 
Simultaneously, the deputy commissioner is urging members of the public to collaborate with the police. And something else he's addressing is encounters with rogue officers. Delavo strongly encouraged residents to report misconduct. We are your police officers. We're here to serve the public. We are here to ensure that the public is safe. If a police officer runs afoul of the law, or he breaks the law in the execution of his duties, then we will deal with that police officer. As you know, just a couple of days ago, we dealt with a police officer where we placed him before the courts for allegedly causing grievous harm or causing harm to a member of the public. Well, lots more news to come tonight, but first, meteorologist Ian McKinsey has a check on weather. Ian. Thanks, Megan, and good evening, Bahamas. Welcome, everyone, to our Saturday forecast. Currently outside our studios, we're under partly cloudy skies with a temperature of 73. Our winds are from the east-southeast at 13 miles per hour with a comfortable feels-like temperature of 69. Current temperatures across the country at this time in our nation's second city, Freeport, we have 71, a set of 73s in Marsh Harbor, Great Harbor Key, the capital, and in Governor's Harbor, Eleuthera, a pair of 74s in Alice Town and Nichols Town. For the central Bahamas, continuing with 74s, we have 74 in Camps Bay, Arthur's Town, 75s in Georgetown, Deadmonds Key, Long Island, and 73 in Coburn Towns in Salvador. For the southeast Bahamas, we have 73 in Duncan Town, 75 in Colonel Hill, Delectable Bay, Abrahams Bay, and Providencialis, Turks and Caicos. Rounding up our temperature profile, the deep south Matthew Town coming in at 77. Taking a look now at our satellite and radar imagery, where we have some moisture across the area, not much in terms of shower activity, high pressure in complete control of the weather. Stick around, we'll tell you more about this high pressure system straight ahead. Still to come on our news weekend, the deeper impact of crime. A local guidance counselor shares the importance of positive role models. Plus, tonight's Generation Next feature hoping to do his part, spreading the message of positivity through his new music. Those details coming up when our news weekend returns. Are you or a loved one under medical care? Do you need affordable medical supplies? Ports International is the largest home health care supplier. Medical supplies at the very best price. And you can even shop online. From hospital beds to wound care, wheelchairs to walkers, Ports is a one-stop shop for your medical supplies and we accept insurance. We have online shopping and two locations to serve you. At the Airport Industrial Park and Shirley Street. We also ship to the Family Islands. Shop online and visit us on Facebook. Call Ports at 377-1771. guidance counselor in the public school system is tonight warning about the far-reaching impact of crime on students. Concerned they may start to model what they see. The current crime situation has become a kitchen table talk for many families asking the question, how did we get here? Our News recently produced a report on recent murders available now at ournews.bs. But the question prompted our discussion to go a little further with Jemiah Pratt Ramming, who says Counselors are employing every available measure, starting as early as the preschool level, to prevent at-risk behavior among students. Students model what they see. So a lot of what's going on in the school environment is modeling behavior. Um, we have to take a first-hand 
look at teaching our children social skills, good social skills, positive problem solving, conflict resolution, to ensure that they are able to mitigate any conflicts or problems that arise. We have to teach them to have a mindset where they're looking at problems as opportunities to take on the challenge so that they're able to say, okay, this won't, this is going to hurt for a while, but I can overcome this. And Pratt Ramming says educators can't do it alone and encouraged everyone to get involved. We need the help of the community, the parents. Um, even what our children listen to helps to model behavior that may not be becoming. It's not what we want. So even in the drive to school in the morning, parents, um, monitor what you have them listening to on the radio. Let's listen to some uplifting music that's going to build their character because it's all about character development. No matter what skills you have, no matter what education you have, it's the character that you have that's going to determine how far you're going to get in life. And now to our Generation Next segment where we introduce you to the 31-year-old Cephas Brown, also known by his stage name, C-Rock 242. This past Wednesday, Brown was invited to the House of Assembly by the Speaker of the House, where she highlighted the positive message she's spreading in his latest song, No More War. As we look at the world today, there's yeah, so much going on, especially here in our country. In a second you turn on the nose, there's lots of murders going on, and I feel as though that's not the right way. Cannot be, just crime, 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 crime. So me being an artist, I just say, let me just write something, we'll get the world attention, you know. Crime cannot be the only answer to our problems, you know. There has to be another way how we can resolve our issues. Brown says he began playing the drums at age seven, but it wasn't until 2019, during the pandemic, when he began to write his own music. To now be recognized inside the halls of parliament for his music, Brown says it was an amazing feeling and he's grateful to be able to share an encouraging message. I feel as though she really helped me out, you know, that's, that's, that's why I give up for that. And I, and I, and I like to thank her for that. But... It was, it, was, it was a great experience, you know, you see what I'm saying? It was, it was a great experience, you know, especially with my, my music, you know, especially uh, what, what, what is happening around us today, you know, No More War, my song, and then plenty of people, things that are, what are happening around the, around the world, and especially in our, in our song. As more young men struggle to stay on the right path and avoid a life of crime, Brown says staying committed to his future life keeps him focused. I want to travel one day. I want a family one day. So at the end of the day, I just want to be things to go smooth for me. I don't want to be where me and at the end of the day, me and my future. I travel with my family where I got to be looking out to say who after me. I don't want that life. I want to want a life where I can be calm. I can do what I want to do. C-Rock 242's new music is available on all streaming platforms. And to other young men in the community, he has this bit of advice. Know the friends who you keep and know your company because even your friends might imitate, even your friends might push you to the limit to be like them. And my advice is just to just don't fit in. Just be the person like me. Stand out, you know, be a leader. Still to come on our news weekend, the Our Love Story Valentine's giveaway. One lucky winner has a chance to win an amazing prize courtesy of our fabulous sponsors. Bahamians working in the majors lend a hand to youth athletes and we see what our college and pro hoopers did on Saturday night. Our sports is up next.
back. While John Quell Jones is inducted into our alma mater's Hall of Fame and Buddy plays his first game with his new team, Tage Adderley is here with Saturday Sports. Thanks, Megan. Good evening. I'm Tage Adderley with a special Saturday edition of Our Sports. Grand Bahama's very own John Quell Jones may be one of the most legendary figures to have taken the court for George Washington University. She led them to the NCAA tournament before going on to become one of the WNBA's best. Last night, her university honored her. We are thrilled to induct you into the GW Athletics Hall of Fame. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> That was George Washington University Athletics Director Tanya Vogel inducting John Quell Jones into the University's Athletics Hall of Fame in a ceremony last night. The Grand Bahama Bourne Center averaged 15.4 points per game in three seasons there after transferring in from Clemson following her freshman year. She would graduate as the third Colonial ever to score 1,000 points, grab 800 rebounds, and block 100 shots in her career. Here she is reflecting on her time at GW. I think I just focused on the task at hand and tried to build myself and develop myself for what the, the, the nearest goal was, and then just build one step at a time from there. And so um, it's definitely possible. Anybody in this room, I was a student here, and I walked the same halls as, as all of you, and you guys can do it as well. Congratulations to JJ on a stellar college career. Now we're going to talk about another Grand Bahama Hoops legend. Buddy Heel made his debut with the Philadelphia 76ers last night. The 6'4 long-range bomber from Grand Bahama lived up to his Buddy Buckets moniker last night, scoring 20 points, including a clutch layup with 121 left in the game to go with his 4 rebounds and 6 assists. Unfortunately, that wouldn't be enough as his Sixers lost to the Atlanta Hawks 127-121 behind 37 points and 12 assists from the Hawks' Trey Young. Kelly Oubre led the Sixers with 28 points and 12 rebounds on the night. Buddy and the boys are playing the Washington Wizards right now, so they'll have a chance to pick up a win there. Before we go, St. John's got the sweep last night in the girls' basketball finals. The Mighty Giants owned Friday night with both girls' teams winning Game 3 of their respective series to take BISS titles. In the junior girls' game, they defeated Sack 15-12 in a defensive struggle, while the senior girls played a thriller against Kingsway in the finale, prevailing 36-34. St. John's also took the junior boys' title as well. Congrats to all three teams. That's a wrap for sports tonight. Until tomorrow, I'm Tage Adderley. Have a great Saturday night. Thanks so much, Tage. On the other side of this break, I take my talents to the kitchen. Bahamar's interactive culinary experience setting the stage for romance this Valentine's Day. That's coming up when our news returns. Welcome back. Love is in the air and it is also in the kitchen. This Valentine's Day, Bahamar is inviting you and your loved ones to experience an interactive culinary class seeking to teach you how to cater to your partner. I tested out the kitchen's guided cooking class with Chef Tevin Kemp and it was definitely a time to remember. And the menu, let's just say, chef's kiss.
Herb crusted rack of lamb, um, also with Dufanoise potatoes, scalloped potatoes, and we'll be serving that with roasted Brussels sprouts, soy caramel, peanuts, and cilantro. The kitchen reopened its doors some three years ago, aiming to bring culture and flavor together in one melting pot. With enough space for 16 people, Chef Tevin guides world-class chefs or the kitchen newbie through a curated cooking experience. Classes can fall within a particular theme or age range. These persons will be able to learn our uh, cultural cultural products and cultural techniques that we make here from different bites of in a uh, Bahamian banana bread with sour soft caramel, right? Um, you'll, you'll be able to cook some guava duff macarons, some coconut tart macarons, some sour soft macarons with Chef Gabby. Bread making, of course, what will Johnny Cake look like in the cast iron skillet? Of course, some Benny C crackers on top. Something a little different. But for this Valentine's Day, Chef Tevin says it's all about creating that spark in the kitchen. Not only the food, but it'll be the rock alarm. You can experience a ginger hibiscus spritzer topped off with a Prosecco. We know what that looks like, right? <laughs> and then going into dessert with a Bailey's crumble with salted brown butter crumble. Now, if you want to know what flavor tastes like, that's balance right there. And yes, the ginger hibiscus spritzer created by Chef Gabby Sawyer is available throughout the entire class. She is encouraging you to sign up for the series of Valentine's Day cooking classes as soon as possible. We have events on the 10th, the 14th, the 17th, and also the 24th. They are from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. And if this sneak peek of the kitchen has whet your appetite, well, Chef Gabby says they offer classes six times per week in addition to other special events. Birthdays, anniversaries, milestone events. We also host a lot of corporations here, so it's perfect for team building. And you can do things from baking to cooking classes. We even host mixology classes. That's my favorite class of all. Definitely was an exciting class. Well, the love is indeed in the air this Valentine's weekend. And to help you plan your weekend agenda, meteorologist Ian McKenzie is back with your extended forecast. Good evening, Megan. Welcome back, everyone. Here's a look now at your extended forecast, where we have this broad area of high-pressure system across our area. This will continue to produce mostly dry and stable weather. However, we have an approaching funnel system that should push through our area and cool things down a bit by about Tuesday. Taking a look now at this picture where we can see the warm area across our area, and this will continue through, like I said, Tuesday thereabouts. Boating forecasts across Northwest Bahamas, small craft advisory in place, and this is mainly off the Atlantic waters. We have a caution near shore, winds southeast to south 15 to 20 knots, seas 4 to 6, but up to 8 feet offshore in those northeasterly swells. High tide at 8.13 p.m. tonight, low tide at 2.24 a.m. tomorrow. The central and southeast Bahamas continuing in those choppy conditions. Small craft advisory also in place there, winds east to southeast 15 to 20, seas 4 to 6, but up to 8 feet offshore in those northeasterly swells. Let's look now at your national forecast. And in your extended forecast, we expect beautiful conditions tonight. So you uh, party goers, you can enjoy yourselves pretty much most of the week. We're looking at a beautiful day for Super Bowl tomorrow. Breezy, nice, comfortable conditions. Looking at highs in the upper 70s. Lows getting down to the upper 60s and even clocking around the 70s at times. So this week, pretty warm. We don't expect any showers in the forecast until about Saturday ahead of another frontal system. That's your wrap on the evening forecast. Make it a great, safe, fun night, everyone.
And now it's time to announce the winner of the Our Love Story Valentine's Giveaway. 15 amazing fans have a chance at this week's surprise gift. Let's find out who the winner is. Indira Dawson, you have earned a fantastic prize. Two massage coupons from Relax and Escape Mobile Spa. Congratulations again to Indira Dawson. You will be contacted by our digital team about collecting your prize. Happy Love Month to you, and we hope you have an amazing day. But wait, the love doesn't end here. Make sure to stay tuned tomorrow evening as we reveal the final winner of our Valentine's giveaway. Thank you so much for joining us for our news weekend. On behalf of the entire team, I'm Megan Shepherd of a safe and wonderful evening.